The following show was recorded on July 1, 2019. Slip into something more comfortable. It's time for the menage that you've been dreaming about. baby oh what's going on creeps and freaks welcome to the bunker fly podcast it is i nick pavano i'm joined once again by dave mombach dave it's uh let's let's let them in on the secret it's not really a secret if you follow us on instagram but you're uh you're the official new co-host of the bunker fly podcast it's official feels good we have we we have it feels better than anything's ever felt in my life. <laughs> if I've if only if only I had a nickel for every time I've heard that from a a co-creator, dude, you'd have a nickel. I'd be worth five cents at the moment, dude. It's so good to uh, to be. I think we both bring fifty percent. We both bring a nice chunk to the table, and I think together we're going to be able to produce some fucking awesome shows. I think that's the ideal ideal circumstance. Yeah. Thing. Dude, we uh, we we basically haven't seen each other all week. We're sitting down now, and we're we, we're getting together, and uh, we're doing this. So we're winging it. This was a pretty exciting week, though. It was a big deal. Uh, so as you know, uh, I told you we have a pretty big LGBTQ plus listener base. We've got a lot of listeners in the community. That's very exciting. Yeah, we've got a lot of listeners in the community, and uh, Pride. It was Pride Day in New York City. On, uh, I, I don't know. Is that a day? It's a day. Is it a weekend? Well, it's a day, it's a month. I know it's Pride Month, but they have a day in New York City, I believe, like a parade. Yeah, I think it just passed. It was Sunday the 30th. Well, um, and I think the parade kind of kicks it off, right? And then it seems, because the parade was a while ago. Well, I know. And I know. the Pride Day is like, seems like the last day, maybe. Well, my brother and Anthony were there um, Sunday. So it had to be Sunday. I saw pictures. Okay. Yeah. It was a parade, though? Or just I'm like pretty a sure. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it was a full, a full blown parade. Like a bar crawl or something. No, it was a parade, man. I'm pretty sure it was a full parade. Like there were floats and trucks and people everywhere. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was, that was it. <laughs> Everybody loves a parade, right? Yeah. Uh, were you a fan Who of Who doesn't love a parade? <laughs> I feel like that's. <laughs> were you a fan of parades as a kid? No, not. Especially. No, you didn't go to like see the town parade with the family? Well, I went, I think, you know, like uh, as, a, as a kid, you march with your like Cub Scout uh, troop or whatever. You were you were a Cub Scout? Yeah. Were you a Boy I Scout? I wasn't a Boy Scout. No, oh, I, I stopped the last What year. a pussy. You quit after <laughs> you quit after the Cub Scouts. That was the age where I stopped doing everything productive and had band practice. And oh, OK. Weed. All right. Because you hear a lot of people that stop at Boy Scout and don't go on to become like Master Jedi fucking Eagle Scouts. That's when you're elite shit right there, dude. You know any Eagle Scouts? Uh, <laughs> I know a kid who was an Eagle Scout who... Uh, They're the biggest tools. Yeah, he went to jail for being a pedophile. I graduated. <laughs> no, I grew no. up all my whole life with him, graduated <laughs> high school with him. He was always... Fuck, there's always something about him, you know? Yeah. And uh, he became a, a music teacher or some shit and uh, was fucking, you know, trying to coerce or sending pictures or some shit to some kid on the internet and... He was okay. Went to pedophile jail. What's pedophile? Regif- jail? Registered sex offender now. Yeah, like a tier one fucking registered sex offender. Yeah. What's pedophile jail though? You said pedophile jail. 
Jail for pedophiles. I is think it, aren't they all in the same section? Do they get their own <laughs> section, dude? I think they split it up like that, don't they? I prison? think you might. I think you might be right. If we have any people in prison listening, please write in and let us know. Uh, do they split you up by the crimes you committed, or no? I know. Is it random? I've watched a lot. I'm a big fan of those fucking prison shows, dude. You know the ones on the like National Geographic and shit. Like locked up, locked up, day in the life, like women in prison. Yeah, you know, the women are fucking crazy in prison, dude. They all become lesbians in prison. They all become lesbians. A lot Very of lesbians. Yeah, I don't. The, there's a few straight women in prison, uh, and they they. It's just really a matter of time until they become lesbians. Would you agree? Yeah, and then oh, and then when they get out, they go back to their normal life. I think really I don't know. Th- that's what you believe. You don't think they stay? They, I think for the most part, I think that's what happens. I think once you get a taste for that prison pussy, you're <laughs> you're in it, man. Well, I can't say I've ever had it, so I don't know. I saw a girl the other day in public with one of those ankle bracelets on. I would I couldn't help but think like, how does she have this on? And what like a alcohol tracker or whatever? I, no, it was like a, it was one of those ankle like house arrest bracelets. It was the real deal too, big pack. Well, it had to be for something else if she wasn't in the house. I know, but right. what could it possibly be? I had so many questions. For, I think they have them for drinking. What do you, oh, so what yeah, do you like have to test your blood alcohol level? No way. Yeah. Really, from your ankle? I believe so. Okay, fascinating. It just pricks you in the fucking ankle, like well, right in the Achilles as you're walking around. Probably, it probably takes random blood samples throughout the day or some shit. Mm, that's a pretty. I have no idea. I'm making that up. Are you really making that up? I'm making up how it works, but I pretty I I believe that there is a, a alcohol okay. monitor okay. type I'll, device for. I'll take for your convict. I'll take your word for it. Uh, did you ever know anybody who had to blow into their car to get it to start? No. <laughs> <laughs> My old weed dealer had to do that, dude. Every time he would, every time I'd get in to pick up from him, I'd have to wow. watch him blow into a tube to start his fucking car. That's. I know people have gotten DUIs, but it never has been that bad. When I was a kid, I used to hang out at this record store, and there was a guy that always rode his bike there. <laughs> oh, dude! Any any grown man who's always riding his bike, you know it's DUI yeah, th- times he had, three. Yeah, four DUIs. Yep. Or there, there you go. There you go. Yep. He it's, recommended Sheer Terror to me though when I was looking for a cock spar. I reckon he was like cock spar, cock schmar, Check this out. <laughs> and I will admit, yeah, it's changed cool. your life. It didn't change my life, but it's a good record. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I used to think that was like a like a myth, like a fallacy. You know, when people are like. Uh, Oh yeah, you got you know you, you people, these these people that get these DUIs eventually they got to blow into tubes to start their cars or I, I always thought that was just bullshit until I witnessed it. It's pretty wild when you think about it, you know, because you could easily have a friend blow into it. That's true, but you're not always going somewhere with a friend. No, no. I think it's more for the kind of people who wake up and get drunk and then go to work. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> speaking of work, dude, I got some feedback. So you guys know Ron. We talk about him on every show. Ron is a uh, he's uh, he's my boss. He's the guy I report to. At work. Oh, he's your boss. Yeah, he's my boss. So uh, go easy. It's my job at stake here. <laughs> I didn't you, realize you're you just, motherfucker, you're dropping this on me right now. I'm so glad <laughs> you were ready to go in. I was ready to fucking destroy this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but for good reason, dude. So you guys know Ron. Every fucking week, Ron listens to the entire podcast. And I know he likes it because he listens every week. So he has to like it at some it's on some level. But he never has once said anything good about it. It's well, I'm going to have to interject here because he this is, reminds me of a point I wanted to bring up is that he enjoys it on the level that all audiophiles enjoy things, which is to say that they enjoy finding the things that aren't uh, to their satisfaction. You know what I mean? Right. Audiophiles uh, love to 
to find the shortcomings and things. Right. Well, that's the thing. A lot of his feedback, because he gives me a piece of feedback every week and it's always pure critical shit. And uh, <laughs> he said uh, a lot of times it's the audio quality. Oh, like it was shitty in the beginning. Yes, because it was literally me in a room with a little voice recorder. Right. OK. And now we're in a fucking studio and we're owning it. We've got, we've got the nicest fucking dopest setup here, dude. And we have we have a legit setup, and he and he it's listens. Beautiful in yeah, here. it's beautiful in here. You can't ask. We're for sitting it. on couches, relaxed. It's fantastic. Swiveling the mic around wherever we move our head. And dude, so he goes. He listens to episode five with our high quality production. All right, our super sexy buttery production. And he says to me, he says, he says, he says, Nick. The uh, there's a lot of sibilance. Sibilance. A lot of sibilance. The uh, S's were. The S. How's that, Ron? You like this shit, Ron? <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little extra. I thought he was gonna go after the peas because you're a real pea popper. I'm a yeah, Nikki P. You're a pea popper. That's why they yeah. You like but that, he didn't Ron? Go after the peas. You like that, Ron? That's why they call me Nikki. I'm P. surprised he did not mention and instead focus on the sibilance, which really uh, I didn't find to be an issue. I must say. No, and I'm sorry. What what did you go to school for? Uh, audio engineering. Oh, okay. I thought for a second you went to school for audio engineering. Yeah, I mean, some people go to school for audio engineering and they don't make a profession of it for 15 years. Right. But some people do. Right. No, it's, <laughs> it's almost as if you made a profession of it for 15 years. I know. But yeah. Ron, uh, as a hobbyist, he's an expert on uh, sibilance. Right. Well, he, you know what it is? He has like 15 pairs of headphones. So he's definitely, he knows what he's talking so about. So he's A being it. Uh, listen to him on a flat pair of headphones. Ooh. That's my advice for you, Ron. Ooh. With a flat frequency response. <laughs> <laughs> and if you put a, de a de-esser briefly is like, you know, a thing that makes S's <laughs> less. Yeah. You know, it's a de-esser. Uh, it's a compressor that compresses the a certain frequency range. Nice. I and, really uh, hope it, you, I really hope you later on I know take this is interesting. No, 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 I really hope later on you take this chunk of the show and add such a strong de-esser that we sound like we have a lift. That would be amazing. Can you please do that in post? That's what it does, yeah. Okay. We'll have we'll have lifts. And then it'll be really funny cuz now we'll be back to talk, talking normal about how we just hoped that that had happened and it happened. Did I just blow your fucking mind? I think we just entered a wormhole. <laughs> we're yeah, we're traveling. We're traveling in another dimension right yeah. now. It explains it though that he's your boss because usually people who are people's bosses are assholes. Is that what you think? <laughs> That's your belief? No comment. No comment. Um, dude, he also had a problem with the pranks. He's like, you know, pranks, Nick. That was so like three years ago, bro. Three years. Ago. He's not a bro. I don't. He's, de <laughs> he's definitely not a bro. He didn't like the pranks at all. I don't know. He doesn't say anything else. That was, those were entertaining stories. That's what I, I fucking was, thought, dude. I was cracking up in here. That's what I thought. Um, dude, he, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, Not Ron, to mention there were stories from when you were in high school being a stupid prank-doing teenager. You right, know? right. It's, a, it's funny to recount as an adult with perspective, you know? It's not like we just did the prank. We're like, oh, this fucking idiot. <laughs> we just tied him up and... Yeah, we were telling our personal stories it's yeah. like it was about us it's not about the prank channels that was such an insignificant part maybe ron just doesn't like us well he doesn't really he actually had <laughs> i think he had something nice to say about you he's like he sounds like an insightful guy smart oh, guy that's very nice yeah, yeah. then nothing else nothing else <laughs> yeah dude i guess we'll give him a break since he said one nice thing as well he did well it happened to be about you ron you need to compliment us once per every three Detractions. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's the Oreo <laughs> Oreo cookie effect. Yeah, yeah. It's big in business school. The compliment is the cream in the middle. Yeah, 
yeah, smushed between two horrible piece of shit things to say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. So, dude, you uh, you're, you have to know you're a hardworking guy. I think everybody needs to know that about you. You're Everyone does need to know that about you're me. a hardworking son <laughs> bitch. And uh, whenever someone asks how hardworking is Dave, because people ask me that all the time. Oh yeah. I, oh, dude, all the time. <laughs> I tell people, I'm like, I, you know, I work with that Dave Mombach. They're like, oh, that hardworking son bitch. I said, yeah. And they say, well, how does he work? How does he do it? What, what's what's his story? And dude, you, you told me the other day. Well, I knew this about you, but you, you worked on a farm for a long time. I did work on a farm. I worked on a couple farms. Multiple farms. Multiple farms. One in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Good old Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Very Pennsylvania vibe out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, one in Jersey, which was more of a rich person tax shelter vibe. And tell me something. What uh, what did these farms grow? What did you harvest on these farms? Organic produce. Organ. What makes it organic? They don't piss and shit all over it. Uh, no, there's they, they use a lot of shit if they. If if it calls for it, but, uh, you know, no, like, chemicals and shit like that. Okay. Herbicides, pesticides. Okay. So you worked on not one, but two. I don't two. know anyone else that's ever worked on one farm. I don't know anyone else that even has been to a farm, and then you worked on two. Yeah. Well, um... You're a farmer, dude, at heart. That's what you're, an audio engineer farmer. It's the greatest yeah. combo ever. <laughs> More of an audio engineer because it's much less difficult work. <laughs> yeah. Farming is the hard work. Right. Right. Fuck that. I think Ron would find it more difficult to be an audio engineer than a farmer. Well, I mean, he hasn't done either, so who's ooh, to say? Ooh. <laughs> he looks like he could be a farmer, though. He has that yeah. like lumberjack look. Maybe he comes from a long line of farmers. Yeah, he, he kind of looks like someone who's been you know, spending his whole adult life auditioning to become a knight at medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, They keep offering me... Squire. <laughs> uh, I've been a waiter for the last decade, though. I'm just uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, no, but <laughs> so, dude, you were you were. The point of this was that you had said that uh, you had shattered my soul with a very startling statistic the other day, and I didn't. I said I was going to look it up, and I didn't. Okay. So I have nothing to base this on, but you right. you believe this? I but, believe it because I did look it up uh, at one point. Okay, so this is something you researched, so we're not spewing bullshit on Bunkerfly. Yeah, and obviously, you know, feel free to uh, Google it or whatever, and then you can argue with us if you want to. Alright, well, I'll let you make this point <laughs> so I don't go down with this shit. I don't want to die on no, this I mountain. Looked at, I mean, we could look it up right now, but, um, you know, there's uh, we were talking about... Uh, I think cops, right? We're yeah. The police. Yeah, dude. And one of the, like, the whole Blue Lives Matter thing, and like that whole fucking stupid thing. Um, like, what if their uniforms were black? Yeah, what would what they? What would they do? What would it would be a whole different? What the fuck would they? Do? It would be a whole different marketing campaign. <laughs> but you, know, you had said that working on a farm. What was the? It was working working on the farm among other things. Like, I think there's ten jobs that are more dangerous than being a cop. Ten jobs more dangerous than being. Yeah, a cop. this is how the whole farm thing came up because one of them is farming. I was like, oh well, I've had jobs that are more dangerous. I don't go around saying how dangerous my job was. Granted, I wasn't working with like heavy machinery and shit like that. And I think that's probably more right. what it relates to. But, but dude, you could have plucked yourself on a on a prune or a vine. I was driving tractors and shit. Oh, you were in a tractor. Yeah. You could have fallen out of the tractor and been ran over by that rear tire. Yeah, that could have happened. And you would have been mushed into could have the flipped it over. Yeah. You would have mushed into that organic shit soil. <laughs> <laughs> you would have died face I'd down. Be a fucking turnip right now. <laughs> You'd be face down in shit soil as you died. Oof. Rough way to go. Well, lucky for me. <laughs> <laughs> lucky you. Yeah. And now let's talk about uh, the fact that 
Yeah, you know, when you're a cop, you sign up for this inherent risk. There's inherent fucking risk. Yeah, and the whole Blue Lives Matter thing, like, it's a shirt. Like, you weren't born... You take the shirt off. Like, it's not who you are. It's a job. Right. It's a job. I understand that it's, there are, you know, uh, at its uh, at its core, it's supposed to be about protecting people, I understand, and I'm sure there are people who want to protect people. Right. But it's like a certain level of power that's obviously attractive to people who want that level of power. Like, history has proven, like, the yes. entire history of the human race has proven that humans are fucking... Yeah. Weak. Just because, you know, like cops like to stereotype. They do it all the time. But we yeah. do we do it, too. I mean, let's sure. face it. Cops yeah. are fucking bros. Oh, cops yeah. are the biggest fucking bros. I know two people that became cops for, like, quote unquote, the right reasons. And mm. neither of them are cops anymore. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> because it's a fucking horrible machine that just grinds you up if you don't pl- fucking play ball. You got to play the fucking you're game. You're jamming me up. You're, jam- you're jamming me up right now. Let me tell you something, Private. You're making don't fucking jam me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh you gotta play dirty it's like if you don't play yeah. dirty you won't survive like you, fucking harvey Keitel. yeah and, uh, bad, bad lieutenant, lieutenant dude <laughs> fucking jerking off <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's that and so much more i mean you you hear it about all the time these cops with these power trips so, so these were two yeah. friends of yours and what happened they just got they just were like a fuck this shit one of them was a cop for a very short while. Like he had been sent, you know, uh, speaking out a lot against, uh, the kind of bullshit that the bad cops do. Uh, and, um, so he was like, I guess I should put my money where my mouth is. And he did it for like a year or two. And it was like, fuck that. He went dirty for a year or two. <laughs> yeah. He went dirty. <laughs> the other kid was they a cop longer. And I think, I don't really know. Well, he lasted longer before yeah, he went dirty. He was in a situation where he was in his friend's apartment and they got robbed. And I think he got hit in the face or something. He had his nose broken. So I think he wanted to like get some regain some power. Okay. You know? All right. Um, so, so he said, fuck this. I'm going dirty and I'm, I'm attacking went back dirty for a while. <laughs> and uh, he was a cop for a few years actually. And he's not anymore. I okay. mean, cause he's a, he's a good dude, you know, right. He's a talented musician. Okay. They got him. They got just, to him. They got know, him. People like that. He like, was jamming the motherfuckers he up. He was fucking jamming people up or, you know, they were jamming him up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were jamming yeah. him up. Could have been a double jam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dude, um, I, I gotta say, I have like one friend who's a cop, and uh, you know he's not the worst dude. Actually, he helped me out. If you remember the story where I got caught with that Tinder hooker, yeah, he, he saved the day. <laughs> but uh, I, I was hanging out the it other. It is good to know a cop, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I'm gonna be delicate with this story, but I was hang- <laughs> I was hanging out the other day with some people that I never met before, and you know I'm, I'm being me, right? I'm drinking. I think at one point I was drinking and driving, yeah. And uh, you know I, I people were telling me to be careful, watch out for <laughs> cops, and I remember just being belligerent, going like "fuck cops, <laughs> fuck them," right? And uh, smoking weed at one point nice. and uh, talking shit. And next thing you know, I find out. Actually, I didn't find out till like the next day. That one of the, the dudes, one of the girl's boyfriends who was hanging out with us all night right next to me was a cop. <laughs> of course, right? Nice. And I've seen him he since didn't say then. anything? No. He Has didn't. he said anything? He just gave me these real aggressive, like, bro looks. Okay. Yeah, it's super aggressive bro yeah. looks, dude. And I'm not going to fucking arrest my fucking girlfriend's fucking friend. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy. If I see him out in the wild, man. If I see him out in the fucking wild. Yeah, exactly. I've <laughs> seen him since then and it's it's not it's un, it's unpleasant. Yeah, it's I unpleasant. Can I, I think it's a mutual dislike. It's like as long as you're driving a car, cops can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Exactly. You get in that car, you're fucking dead meat. Yeah. <laughs> you are fucking asking <laughs> for it. I get profiled too. I always get my car fucking searched. 
It's uh, you know, I'll get searched, car search. You have that for like speeding or like not even like a tail light out or something. You know, really? So yeah. you, a ta- a tail light out for you turns mm. into a full blown car search. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last time I was pulled over, there was no search, but like the three times before that, there was. And it doesn't happen very often. Maybe you get pulled over once a year or every couple of years at this point. Yeah. I used to get pulled over a lot and, uh, you know, used to uh, probably had something on me at the time. So there was probably, you know, they didn't, I, I was always nervous. Nowadays, I get pulled over. I'm a con- confident, right. cocky motherfucker. Yeah. I got nothing to hide Unless for you're once. Riding dirty. I'm not riding dirty no more. <laughs> Nicky P ain't riding dirty. Don't got nothing to worry about. I, I will. I will. Sa- I'll, I'll, you have, when you're trying to talk yourself out of a ticket, you got to be the perfect balance of. You got to wait him the fuck up. You, oh, you got to put gotta on. Oh, up. yes, Mr. Officer. I do believe you have no, to. Not that. <laughs> no, you have to definitely. You, <laughs> you have to fucking find the perfect balance between funny and. And confident. You don't want to make too many jokes, but you want to keep it light. And you want the brevity. You yeah. Want the, you want the brev. You know. I usually try to kind of make it like let's have this go as quickly as possible. Right. Are you one of these yeah. creeps that like takes his keys out and puts them on the roof? No. I fucking <laughs> I hate that asshole. I do have my license. You know, as soon as I get pulled over, I take out my license and registration and shit. Okay. Want to give it to him? Want to hear something funny? I don't automatically take out my documents. I wait for him to ask. Yeah. And then I, I, I say to him, like, officer, just so you know, I got to go into my glove box to get <laughs> that. You do that whole thing? Yeah. Because, and I specifically wait to pull the docs so I could show that level of respect. Right. You know what I mean? I want, <laughs> I want to debut that line. I have to. It's part of my performance. It's a performance. Yeah. It's a script at this point. Too. Right. Yeah. Do you have I'm a script? Act. Do you do the act? Well, what I realized was that cops are always trying to fucking outsmart you and shit. But I'm oh, smarter yeah. than probably every. Every cop, <laughs> they're bros. Probably every cop out there. They're I'm fucking bros. And what so are we? You can't fucking outsmart me with you, your bullshit. No, but and you, tricks. you can't. Out, you can't. But at the same time, you can't educate and make fools of bros. Well, no, they have the power. They the have cops, the power. The cops they have the power. power. You have to suck that that power cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you got to power suck that power <laughs> cock. <laughs> you got to really power. What would you say power sucking is? is that a full blown face fucking? <laughs> Lots of neck. Lots of <laughs> neck engagement. <laughs> Lots of neck engagement. Lots of hands. Lots of hands, both hands. <laughs> when I say lots, I mean all all two of them. Um, <laughs> hands and feet. Here you go, dude. I see you looking. Here you go. That's your ladder. Take that back now. Um, the fuck were we talking about? Just now? I got distracted by power hand. sucking a <laughs> yeah. power co- a cop's power the, cock. Yeah, sucking the. Speaking of sucking the uh, the cop's power cock. Uh, <laughs> no, dude, I, I, did I tell you my fucking, uh, so today's show guys, and Dave, you have not heard this. I don't think we talked about this, but today's show, one of the big things we want to talk about is, uh, it's getting dirty. We're talking threesomes. <laughs> it's got to come up. Uh, we realized Nick's the other, got a new mission in life. Yeah. We realized the other day that we both have a threesome story. To be clear, mine is a story about how I didn't have a threesome. Oh, me too. <laughs> I, I did. I did not succeed. There was no. Yeah, there was but no succeeding. Funnier, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I, if this ever does work out, I'm probably probably won't even talk about it. I don't t- see a relationship surviving a threesome, though. Dude, okay, we'll get there because a okay. lot of people would agree with you. A yeah. lot of people would agree with you, folks. We're talking fucking threesomes, and oh, you know what? We're gonna add into that. We're gonna make a threesome open relationship sandwich with extra cream. And obviously, if you have any threesome or open relationship stories, we want to hear them. Dude, we'd love to DM yeah, us. DM us on Instagram, Instagram. at Bunkerfly. We uh, we want to do interviews on this show eventually. Get people on here with fucking good stories. If you got a good story, hit us up. Yeah, they got to be good though. Oh, they got to be really good. To feel like they could just walk in here and fucking. 
Yeah, it's not easy doing this shit just talking for a fucking hour. You gotta you gotta be able to pace out that fucking story. I've had people tell me stories that last two minutes. I'm like, how are you gonna stretch that? You gotta yeah, stretch. Like, Haven't you ever read a book? Yeah, you gotta add details. Yeah. What if every book was just like a fucking paragraph of just straight to the point bullshit? All right. I had a conflict and then I <laughs> resolved it. <laughs> the end. Fucking. Um, so here's the thing, man. Here's how it's done. Here's how we're here's where this comes from. I'm in a new relationship and the uh, and the chick uh, <laughs> like, and like people wouldn't know. It's fucking Michelle. Uh, and so she um, we were talking kinks and fetishes. At what point in a relationship do you start talking kinks and fetishes, Dave? When do you come out with your real freaky, crazy shit? Well, I think that's the kind of thing you kind of do, you know. Oh, dude, I disagree. You ask, like, do you mind, Dave? Those maybe for the if you're a man, Nicholas, you fucking drop that shit when you're naked. So you're telling me you drop that shit naked, my friend. So you're telling me, and you get naked. So again, I think it. I think it plays. All right. Would you agree that the more timid fetishes and kinks could be dropped that way but anything beyond that you do not drop that way you have a talk about it well i guess it depends on how extreme it is i don't have any extreme fetishes okay and kinks, though. i do i have some extreme ones okay yeah now I'll, I'll be honest it's not like these things get me off in some creepy way but they mm-hmm. definitely no they- <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't you sass me you some bitch no they uh <laughs> by the way if there was an if there was a the total Te- uh, textbook opposite of how a bro would disagree with somebody. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's uh, true. It's the total opposite of what a bro would say. So, dude, uh, in this, it, it came up. It blew my mind the other day. It blew my mind because we were talking kinks and fetishes, and she said one thing that she's always wanted to uh, to be part of that she's thought about is a threesome, but specifically seeing, you know, her partner, meaning me, with another woman. Okay. And it blew my mind because I'm into some crazy shit. And like for example Define like Define crazy shit. All right. So one this is dude, don't judge me. You promise? Not, of course not. All right, I know you wouldn't judge me, but listeners, don't fucking judge me. No one judge Nick or anybody else. We don't you kink shame. All fucked up. We don't kink shame. We don't fucking kink shame. But one thing I wanted to try, and uh it's because I want the story. That's why I do, I, I want to do these things. I want the story. Mm-hmm. so uh i said listen i had this idea where like you take a long fucking ice bath okay you get in an ice bath i'm talking like till you're borderline blue you both do or you do no i don't i don't i stay warm and toasty okay she takes an ice she takes an ice bath she gets nice and cold kind of like a a corpse you see where i'm going okay but is that the connection well no she she lies on the bed maybe i'll put a toe tag on like write out a little tag so it is the connection well, yeah, yeah, no, fucking a dead body. Well, not maybe not a dead body, maybe a comatose body. But I'm a, I'm a storyteller. I want to put some detail in there. I think now, I've never really actually considered this as a fantasy, but deep down, I think like there's part of most guys who just want like, you know, something they can kind of just like a put yeah. in every position they yes, want, like a doll, it. like yeah. a doll, like a real doll. But that's yeah, I've never even actually considered that as something I want to do with another human being because it's pretty fucked up right but no okay so i've it is someone's cool with it like whatever right exactly and it is a little fucked up though and i've thought about this a lot because i think i think to myself okay but if she's if she's too cold she'll be trembling right and trembling is trembling the word shivering shivering is trembling a fucking word yeah okay i'm just i mean pretty much the same thing all right i don't it's not a word i say very often. usually trembling is more associated with fear okay out of fear but you're right same thing thank you thank you for getting (laughs) getting that straightened out for me so i think to myself like okay if she's shivering 
she'll be moving it will ruin the dead or not the dead <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh, i guess that's what it is all yeah, about I mean, if we're gonna be honest if we're gonna be honest. yeah all right i want to fuck a dead body <laughs> yeah no this is not some fucking necrophilia thing i'm not like a ted bundy right all right he fucked putrefied bodies Ugh. which is fucking horrifying i want to get we can talk about that whole thing another time. yeah no it's, it's been disgusting. talked about but anyway yeah that's something i've wanted to try um and i think i'll i think eventually i'm gonna get it done I think I'm going to get it done. Okay. But uh, what blew my mind is like, okay, so that puts it in perspective. That's how crazy I'd get. Okay. Right. All right. And yet I would never want to see my partner in a fucking threesome with another dude. Right. The second, and I mean the second, I see her in an ounce of pleasure at the hands of this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm going to open fire on him and her. That's <laughs> why I don't think you can handle it with a woman either. It's still another person pleasuring your woman. But oh, but it's oh, you're more man. open to it. But I think ultimately the re- relationship wouldn't survive. Okay, so you're you're on to something because I did witness a girl and my girl kiss in the past, a different girlfriend and a yeah. girl, and it did. There was a f- for the first second, it was like whoa, and then it quickly became what the fuck. Yeah, and that was just kissing. And that was just kissing. Yeah. There was no pussy looking involved. Right. Either. I think to myself, like, what if this girl goes down on her and gets her off like 20 <laughs> times in five she minutes? She the hardest <laughs> orgasm she's ever had. She's like, oh, my God, I've never felt <laughs> this way before oh, in my oh, life. I, fuck yeah. One time I went down on a girl and she said, oh, that's how that's supposed to feel. Ooh. That was the best, that was the best compliment I that's, ever got. Yeah. The best compliment I ever got was, yeah. <laughs> that's good yeah I, I, I fucking ran with that dude that made my month you know how guys we're such assholes we're such douchebags us guys because we uh, I don't think we're assholes I think we're insecure we're, yeah we are very insecure we're, we're sensitive we're all fucking sensitive bros are the most sensitive of all yeah I mean guys are more that's the whole like sexism thing like guys are more insecure than women and women you know if you're a straight guy like women are the only other people that can really make you feel bad, you know? Right. And that's what like sexist guys are reacting to, I think. Yes. We all want to, we all want to just do it right. We all want to be, we all, <laughs> we all just want to be right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> dude, the, um, so, so this threesome. Thank you. Fuck. I'm losing my, losing my track, my train <laughs> of thought here. All right. This threesome blew my mind because I, the thought of me seeing her with another dude, you know, I, I just can't wrap my head around it. So yeah. I called bullshit, right? I called bullshit on her and I said, there's no way you'd be able to go down with this. And so I started thinking to myself, what's a good way to test the water? Right. right. I let it go for like a week or two. I bring it back up again. Hey, you're, were you ser- I know you had a few drinks that night, but were you serious about the whole like, yeah. watch me plow another chick three feet away from you? <laughs> like maybe, you-, <laughs> you know, but no, she's yes, I'm serious. Okay. I want to I want to participate. You know, she wants to be an active yeah. participant. And she goes on to explain in detail uh, how, how it should play out. And um, that sounds fun. I'm like, this could be awesome. This could be great. Um, you, you, what, dude? What was? What is your story? Because at this point, like, <laughs> I'm, I, I'll, I'll tell you mine after of how we actually propositioned a girl this weekend. Okay, you want to split this up with my story? Yeah, dude. So you didn't succeed either. I didn't. Of course not. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I was not successful. I was not successful, but it was my own doing. I ruined it for myself. Oh, you. That's why the story is funny. Cause I'm you a fucking ruined idiot. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hear this. I'm excited. So, uh, this was a few years ago. I was getting drunk with some friends. All right. You know, well, I think maybe some friends, like, I hadn't seen in a while. I hadn't, or I don't see that often. We were getting drunk, hanging. And uh, this girl who I've also known for a while um, called me up and she was like, I'm with my friend. 
Kate will say. Okay. I'm with I'm with Kate. Uh, we have this bottle of wine. Um, so you're already getting drunk. I was already getting drunk. I was with my friends, you know. Hadn't seen them in a while. And uh, You get a call from two, two get a, chicks. Get a call from... Uh, one 750 milliliter Lauren bottle. Lauren <laughs> and Kate will be their names. All right. And you got one bottle of wine a but month. Lauren says, I'm with Kate. We got a bottle of wine. Let's go to your studio and drink it. Red or white? I don't know. What kind of girls are we dealing with here? Sexy girls. Okay, sexy. Two sexy girls. All right. And um, so... Uh, Were you on this couch? I uh, Well, I'll get to that part. Okay. I don't know if they mentioned on the phone or once I met up with them that they also had done Molly. Oh, okay. Which, if you know, Molly makes you... You're horny, you know? I don't know. I've actually never done Molly, dude. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah just kind of, it's like, you know, ecstasy. It makes you all happy and horny and stuff. Okay. And uh, so I get this call and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then I fucking go to my friends. I'm like, all right, we're going to the studio to fucking <laughs> drink with these two girls. And like, we all pile in the car and like someone drives us over to the studio and like meet up with them and like. They see me fucking spill out of the car with like four other people. Yeah, you showed up with a bunch of friends, man. Yeah, I didn't. I was drunk. I didn't realize it. Oh, <laughs> you know? God. Okay. And so like we get in here and like they're just like looking at each other like um, <laughs> <laughs> literally three to four minutes into being here. They're like, oh, I think we're going to leave. <laughs> I was like, and, right. and you managed to and you're pretty <sighs> sure it's because of that. Like, do you have you ever yeah. gotten confirmation? No, but when a girl calls you at two in the morning and she says, "Me and my friend are on Molly and we have a bottle of wine. Let's go and drink it in your private, secluded location." Right. Yeah. I mean, there's implications there that it could have at least, if I if I was a smooth debonair guy, right. gotten it to that point, you know. Right. Um, and maybe we would have just hung out and whatever, but obviously they didn't want to just hang out because they didn't want other people there, you know? Right. But so, look, look at it this way. If they were really, so you know, stupid. if they were really high and drugged up, they would have fucked all of you guys. I mean, that's a whole other level. <laughs> I'm not trying to say like they were totally out of it. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They clearly knew what they were doing because they left. They were like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> they had the wherewithal to realize, yeah, this is lame as shit. Uh, yeah. Dave, you bitch. Why did you do this? <laughs> Why don't you pick up on these things? We wanted to share this wine and ourselves with you. Yeah. So All right. Well, I nicely done. It. Yeah, you did blow it. Kinda, there were like a couple times after that where I like feebly like tried to find a way to like kind of bring it up like oh we should we should drink that bottle <laughs> so you took the okay all right listen I'll give you that of course did not no it didn't work out. but I'll give you that because as a guy you want to you want to have that like line you want to be come back at them with some kind of line to you know be funny yeah. but you want let's be honest you desperately want to get that opportunity again of course you yeah. know and yeah. it doesn't it doesn't come often and that's the line you went with like hey remember that night at the studio we got a Pick it up for you know part two, not, <laughs> the not, sequel. Not <laughs> that bad. <laughs> the sequel needs to happen. It wasn't that bad, gals. All right, it's not that bad. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's my story of how I blew it. Yeah, well, possibly. And this was a few years ago. You can't even say you were young ago. and dumb. You were. It was like, I mean, like, I was it was like two my, months ago. I was in my. I'll say early twenties. Okay, so it was a. It was a long. It was a maybe lot more mid twenties, but okay. probably more closer to early twenties. All right, well, that's pretty cool. I was so I was actually in a threesome with two dudes. Oh, actually, yeah. continue your story, but I have another story too. Okay, there. cool. Yeah, because I, I just yeah, story. I just thought of this one. I was this okay. was so I was never in a threesome with two girls, but I was in one with two guys. We tagged uh, <laughs> twice. We tag team a girl though. We tag teamed her. What does uh, that mean? You means took me, turns? me and the guy. Yeah, no, we we it's were a very this, cold way of talking about a human being, Nick. What? 
tag team. Tag team. It was no. That's actually the opposite of a cold way. That's uh, showing teamwork and and. Uh, I guess, but it's you and the guy as a team against her. But it was very much all her idea. So listen to this, dude. I'm hanging out one night. It's a Friday night, and I'm bummed out because I'm home. I'm young. I'm probably like 19, 18, and I'm bummed out. I'm in my room. I'm like, damn, I should be out pounding pussy right now. And I'm I'm sitting home, you know? I'm sitting home like a loser. I think I was reading a... <laughs> I think I was hard as a rock reading Goosebumps. Yeah, and I'm reading like, Goosebumps in high school uh, for like nostalgia. I was uh, I was kind of that guy. Interesting. Yeah, it says a lot about me. And so I'm sitting there wishing I was out, you know, pounds and pay and getting that beef. <laughs> and uh, and I get yeah, a phone strange call. wall. I get a phone call, uh, and and it's a buddy of mine. He's like, hey. Uh, listen, I, um, with this chick and we, uh, could we use your garage to fuck? <laughs> Cause like my garage was the hangout spot, not, yeah. not attached to the house. I've yeah, said this before. Yeah. So, uh, I'm like, yeah, fine. I guess I'm, you know, I'm having a boring ass night. You come over and fuck 20 feet away from me and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that'll go ahead. I'm, we're, Cause we're bros, right? Yeah. So he comes over and, uh, all I do is go outside and open the door to the garage and the girl locks eyes with me and just right in front of my friend goes, oh, yeah. no, goes, can he join us? <laughs> and your friend was like, God damn it. <laughs> but he should have known it was a, a risk he ran by calling you to use your spot. Yeah. Listen, I, 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 I can't say I have that effect on women cause that's never, nothing like that's ever happened yeah, again. But you have to be open to it if you're going to ask a guy to use his fuck Shed. Do you really think so? <laughs> Do you think that's something people have to worry about in that situation? Like a girl's gonna get one look at the dude who owns the property and go, I like, I wanna fuck him too. When you're in high school and you're fucking in someone's shed, the possibilities are endless. Okay, so that's you're saying, saying when it comes down to that, we're dealing with a special type of person here. Right. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, we ended up, uh, you know, like she would suck his dick while I fucked her. I remember okay. I found it really weird because uh, he, when he was trying to like get hard, he's like in the corner, like awkwardly, <laughs> like you know, when you, it's like the we went. Some dudes jerk off weird. It just, it's yeah. like a weird thing. And he's in the corner <laughs> trying to get hard, and he's, he's like fucking looking at me, dude, wow. looking at me like right in the eyes. And I, I guess was, he knew he was gonna have to be able to stay hard looking at you. So, <laughs> 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 that's, that's how he was, so he was getting there. He was training. <laughs> yeah. He was basically prepping. <laughs> Like, all right, I'm getting fluffed, and this guy's just over there watching. But looking at me, of all things, weird. Yeah. Anyway, dude, bottom line, they're both dead. Like, I don't know if I tell well, both. Yeah, that, that buttons up that story. Yeah, nicely. I thought I would just put a bow on it, but so yeah, they're dude, both fucking dead. Yeah, huh? they died many years How'd apart. They die? But actually, I just found out she died recently. So, uh, oh man, we don't have to get into that. But okay. uh, yeah, okay. they they're both uh, they they both fucking dead, and it's probably because you fucked them. uh, now i'll tell my other story oh god that's horrible (laughs) yeah uh so this is pretty similar to the other story but happened much earlier i was like 18 and i was dating this girl and she was kind of like staying with this other girl who had basically like a one-room apartment like a bedroom and a kitchen what did they share the bedroom yeah Oh, and I also shared the bedroom with them. Wait, like, wait, I wait, wait. stayed this there for months. <laughs> you were, oh my god, you're like, like the John Ritter. But I was dating one of the girls, you know. So like, and I was 18. I was like, I wasn't crossing my mind to like try to fuck this other girl because we were all kind of living together. And uh, but you know, she would like come out of the shower and stuff. You know, uh, well, like, well, sexy. as girls do, they come out of the shower, right? With you know, and I was there. 
and we'd all like sleep in the bed together and shit. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold yeah. on a second. There was one time where the other girl grabbed my boner. She was like, "Oh God, I, got, I need to get laid." But the other girl. Wait, was, all right. They were on either side of me. You can't just drop those <laughs> bombshells that quickly. Okay. Let's just back up to where to we all used to sleep in the bed together. Yeah. But it was just cool between and I you would, and like the- fuck the girl while the other girl was in the bed and stuff like that. Okay, so you're in a full blown open relationship, basically. But- uh no, but like the other girl was just around, you know. Just well, yeah, but people don't typically fuck in front of their friends. <laughs> like that's not a common thing. Wendy. Okay, but I didn't fuck her. Right, you just let her grab your boner and slept in bed next to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but sleeping in a bed is not the same. No, you're right. It's only way more emotionally connecting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so fine. I got closer than I thought to All a right. threesome. All right. Did not have an actual threesome. I'll be honest with you. That's a fucking threesome in my book. Okay. I, I know it's not sexual penetration. Yeah. But it's a, it's a pretty good... I mean, listen, you got a girl on your left, a girl on your right. One's grabbing your bone. Right? Yeah. The other one you're rolling over and fucking <laughs> with said bone. <laughs> True. I mean, you, you basically got a concubine, like a fluffer, in bed with you. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad, Mombach. Yeah. I'm proud of you, boy. Now my. One now, of them is dead. Oh, shit. What? Yeah. I'm noticing a pattern here. <laughs> um, but, dude, so I, uh, I got to say, um, this particular weekend, this particular weekend, I went to a fucking warp tour. That's right. I said it. Went to Warp Tour. Did you get in a time machine and go back to seventh grade? <laughs> it felt like it, man. There was a lot of nostalgia in that tunage. And you know, Warp Tour brings out a specific type of crowd, right? Warp, yes. Yeah. Warp Tour brings out the alternative crowd. You got your punks, you got your bros, you got your teeny boppers, you got a bunch of 35 year old dudes who haven't grown up. You know, I'm in the middle somewhere. I'm a little bit of everything, especially the teeny bopper. Where was it? Asbury Park? No, it was in Atlantic City on the beach. Okay. Yeah, it was in AC. And so I talked to some friends and we had a strategy. And, you know, of course, my girlfriend was into it. We Is were, this still the threesome? Yeah. Okay. We were going to proposition a girl over the course of this weekend. We were going to try. And this girl is just an unsuspecting victim of a sexual, unwanted sexual advance, wait, correct? Wait, what do you mean unwanted? <laughs> we were going to, we we're going to feel it out, dude. We're not just going to run out to people in the street. Okay. All right. So All right. I, so I will say this before I, uh, before I dive into the story, as I always do with a quick little power, uh, summation of how it ends. Um, I, we do, we don't end up propositioning anyone at Warp Tour, but we do proposition the waitress at Trilly's on the way down to Warp Tour. Oh, so you did it before you even got to work. Or before we even got. Load. We blew, yeah. That's like a premonition of how the threesome's going to go. It would do because we, did, we didn't plan You'd it. Blow your load in your pants on the way over. I think I'd be too, I think I'd be too nervous to bust uh, up front, dude. I think I'd be able uh, to. I think you would have to get one out of the way for that. Honestly, no, because when I'm really looking forward to a sexual experience, I won't jerk off beforehand because it takes a mm. lot of the mojo. You know, mojo like Austin Powers used to say mojo. That's yeah. just cum, dude. That's code. For, that's code for cum. Right. You know, I've always thought that even from the first time I saw that mu- movie as a child. I mean, it looked like cum, but it was red, I think. Of course, they can't make it all white and gooey like <laughs> just a big bucket of jism that they're getting all over themselves. No, it was mojo, my mojo. And it's just a big bucket of cum. But then didn't he drink it? Exactly. That's why they couldn't use like fucking jizz substitute, you know. But drinking your own jizz doesn't fucking restore it to your ball sack. No, but okay, you realize we're talking about a Hollywood movie, a, a movie. A the- <laughs> Damn it, baby! It's a theatrical My favorite piece. movie. <laughs> it's a theatrical piece. All right. So, um, so you proposition the waitress, who I'm sure gets propositioned all the time by people as a waitress. No, my friend. But continue. We get to the fucking chilies. 
All right, we sit down. We'll call the waitress Brittany. She comes over. She's a poppy bitch. She's poppy. Hi, I'm Brittany. I'll be your server today. Can I start you out with some apps? Oh, I think I cracked a joke here. Like, only if that blooming onion's as good as Outback's. Only if that blooming onion smells as good as your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> by the way <laughs> by the way take a look at me take a look at her want to fuck us at the same time <laughs> no dude it was well it was it was i'll admit it was a little smoother than that okay. so right away we're getting a feel for this girl she's she's young she tells us she's 20 she's t- like you not know, even drinking age huh no not even drinking age you're 30 she, i'm 30 okay yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for reminding everybody all right <laughs> Uh, yeah, she tells me she's 20. Doesn't stop me from, from moving forward here with the plan, the master plan. But um, I'm amped. I'm like, damn. I mean, I'm, she's sharing her sex stories of sexual experiences and okay. stuff. She's a freak. And she's definitely... Looking for that tip, though. They're always looking for that tip. You should have made like a just the tip joke. I know <laughs> I should have. I should have went for that, that classic, that tried and true American classic, yep. just the tip joke. Such a bro line, dude. Such a bro I'll give line. you more than just a tip. Oh, Oh, give it a whole fucking thing. Give you every inch I'll of give my you a whole three inches. <laughs> I'll give you my whole sausage. <laughs> oh, my Italian sausage. I got the kielbasa for you, baby. <laughs> take a take a little licky of this bro cack. <laughs> cack. This cack. This hard cack. This fucking cack. So, uh, we're, you know, needless to say, the, this is how I propositioned her. Right? I, I tell Michelle, I'm like, listen, I'm just gonna fucking go for it. She's like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't think so. This is the, uh, the girl definitely has to do it for there to be any chance so of it working. This led to a big debate between me and my friends this week. We were talking yeah. about it. Like, yeah, how do you do this at like a music festival? My buddy goes, just look for anybody with pink hair. There's a 50 percent chance she's gonna, you know, be uh, down. Everyone has pink hair. Yeah, now. there was a lot of opportunities there, and a lot of them had fucking boyfriends friends everyone had a boyfriend of course dude. you know and the single girls are in packs you can't that's 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 hard a, to break up those it's packs. hard to break up, especially for a threesome with two yeah. strangers <laughs> it's really difficult that's like a one in a million right there you know so i figure the waitress might be a good our best fucking opportunity here and i says to her i says i says i says she's like another presidente margarita i said listen <laughs> i said listen come here come here Brittany. get in get in here for a second i was like i don't know if you've ever been in a uh threesome and she goes I've you should have said how do you say menage a trois <laughs> in english <laughs> yeah i said have you ever been in a threesome she goes no but i've been in a foursome <laughs> i said i said Brittany, hold on i think that's an orgy no but she's 20 and i remember me at 20 and i said Brittany, was it a foursome or did you just fuck you somebody next to your yeah, yeah next to you like we're like in the bed over like right. a twin beds in a fucking motel room we've yeah, all done that shit of course. all right who ha- if you haven't you're lame you're a big square <laughs> big squares dorks <laughs> so uh so we, I said to her, uh, "Have you?" Ever, she says, "I've been in a foursome," and she, and she admits that it was just that it was her and a friend next to you know with two dudes in twin beds. Yeah, and um, were they in the same twin bed or separate? No, separate bed? like dual beds. Oh, yeah. She called that a foursome. Yeah. Well, she's twenty. Brittany, dude, come on. She's young, dude. She's a little Instagram cherry, uh, you know, like bubble gum popping little. Uh, and that's little, who you has to do your fucking threesome yeah. with. But she's freaky, man. I'm telling you, you got a freaky. Not vibe. that freaky. No, I got a freaky vibe. And she I said, definitely specifically likes a certain type of dude. Well, that's like a scene kid, you know. Well, listen, no, no, you couldn't be any more wrong. She says to me, uh, I've been in a foursome. And I said, listen, how do you feel? I'm going to ask you something. I said, I'm going to ask you something. And feel free to politely decline and we'll pretend this whole thing didn't even happen. Right. And we'll move on with the evening. Have a good time. I was like, don't worry. Just 
how would you feel about a uh, a threesome? Like, a, you know, and uh, with uh, with us, like, are you into it? We're she's like, are you guys? What was Michelle doing at this point? Just looking at her. Yeah, she didn't stop me. She was just re- she was just sitting there, and uh, you know, uh, I don't remember if she was red or not in the face. Okay. I, okay. But I was definitely getting a bit tripped up, and I just ended up going with like, you know, you don't like feel free to politely decline. Right. And uh, she, you, there was a moment there where she fucking thought about it. Okay. And then she did end up saying, "I think I'm gonna politely decline," but like, <laughs> it's awesome that you, you know, that you would ask, right? Or something like that. So, like that's like good for you kind of deal. She's 20, you know. Here we are. It's a nice way of turning you down. Yeah, I thought so. I, th- I made it easy for her though. I set her up for it. You know, I set her up for you it. You got to give him an easy out when you you're got, oh, a yeah. threesome. Yeah, you can't corner someone. And uh, yeah, you got to be, it's a delicate fucking situation. So um, she politely declines. Needless to say, we're now Instagram friends. And of course, um, Brittany, I hope you're listening to the show. Yo, Brittany. What's up? Um, give your old boy a chance next time, huh? Yeah, how you doing there? <laughs> nah. Do what do makes you happy, Brittany. Date, date a scene, kid. No, she actually told me she was uh, into black guys. Okay, Good I think for that, you. Yeah, I think that was a contributing factor. Maybe she, she just said that because there's no way you could talk your way out of that. You know, I could talk my way out of that, but you'll never be a black guy. No, but I could still finagle my way around that situation. I think, like, hey, well, why don't you be a little more, uh, you know, diverse? Open it up. Like, yeah, but you don't want to have to talk someone into having sex with exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I want them to be very down, right. very down. But dude, what do you think? I you, think the woman needs to ask, though. That's what I, I, yeah, I'm starting to see it that way. But where am I? Am I like next to her, like smiling? You're there. Like a, I'm I mean, there. You gotta be there. I, or maybe not. Maybe you're talking to a girl, you, you know, you, you have, a, you're vibing together, you're having a good night, and then, you know, kind of what you, when your girlfriend has a chance to get her alone, she's like, hey, you know, Nick and I were talking, and Ooh. we thought it'd be really fun to have a three way with Ooh. you. Ooh, right? what, what a sexy approach. Girl on girl, like they're, she's more comfortable because it's just a, it's a right. girl, you know, less threatening. And, and she's already like seen me, so she doesn't have to see me. You know, right. she's already she seen already knows she's, what she's gotten a feel for you. Right. She's clearly feeling me. I think that's the approach if you're going to do it. Of course she's feeling me in this situation. Well, yeah. I mean, she has to be if you're gonna ask her. Right, right. And and but you you're you could the, go to like a swingers place, but that's all like fifty year olds. Oh yeah, no, I'm not trying to bone a couple with a couple fifty year olds, let alone uh, no. There's sexy fifty year old women, but you don't want some fifty year old dude fucking your girl. Yeah, no. This is a strictly women's situation, right? Well, that's the thing. I made it very clear that I would never fucking reciprocate this if it happened. I said you got to be totally okay with that. You can't ask for two guys one day and Things throw this change, in my though. Things change. No, motherfucker. Listen to me. I'm putting my I still don't think you can handle it though ultimately. Well, that's what you were fucking saying. You're like you're mm. not going to be able to your relationship I give it months after that. And you're not the first Yeah, fucking Ron. I think you're not going to be able to get the image of your girlfriend in the throes of passion at the hands of somebody else. Out of your head. See, I'm of the mindset. Now, this could be, I'm sorry if this is obnoxious to say, but I just feel like no matter what, a straight girl, a girl who's right. straight, is going to want that fleshy beef stick, that cock. Of course. And it's not even really about her. It's about you. Right. Because if you look at like sex toys, dude, there there are, when, let's really think, just give me a fucking moment of attention here. Uh, I mean, what the fuck am I trying to say? Put a spotlight on sex toys, okay, okay. for a moment here. Highlighting sex toys. Yeah, they we're putting a fucking spotlight on it right now. It's blasted. Pay it's attention. on stage. All the spotlights are on it. And you know, sex toys. They have sex toys for every single square inch of that vagina. Let me tell you. Yeah, rubber butts. 
<laughs> no, 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 I'm, not ta- I'm not talking rubber Are you talking butts. About dildos? Yeah. Okay. Like they got vibrators, they got pocket rockets, they got the, the, the magic wand, the Hitachi magic wand. I like the old school ones from like the sixties that <laughs> plug into the wall. Oh, they're massive. They're like fucking Dyson vacuum cleaners. A mas- personal massager. Yeah. I used to have one of those when I was your age. It was the size of a couch. I just sat on it. <laughs> we have those now. They're called symbions. And they basically are little machines. That's the fucking machine. Yeah, they're just machines that you sit on. And they, That's fucked up. It's like riding a mechanical bullcock. <laughs> it's basically what it is. It's Why is that fucked up, dude? It just seems fucked up. That's fucked, not... Getting fucked by like a pumping machine with a dildo at the end of it. But dude, that's... It's basically... It's, a, it's a dildo that does the work for you. I mean... I'm, I'm sure it's great, but I can't say it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's not fucked <laughs> up. It's a beautiful thing. Sure. Are you... They, you know what they... Are you familiar with fleshlights? Of course. Okay. Do you own a fleshlight? No. Okay. <laughs> hey, you said it in a way that, like, I would never judge. It's 2019. I have the internet. I know what a fucking flashlight is. Okay. So there are some now. I don't know if you've seen this, but they are so fucking space age sophisticated, right? You put it on your dick, and it has like a <laughs> chamber with that goes up and There's down. Like little legs that come out. <laughs> it has it an I- wait. Get ready for this. It has an iPad stand built into it. Okay. Oh, so you watch porn. You yeah. You put your porn on it. Okay. okay, you press a button, you put your arms behind your head, you smile like a bro, all right? You give a big bro smile. Hey, suck my dick. Hey. Fucking contraption. Listen, machine, robot bitch. Suck my you cack, suck you my robot fucking bitch. Cack, you fucking robot. You fucking robot. <laughs> suck my fucking cack, robot. And then come lick the cum off my abs, you bitch. Where does the, where does the cum go in those things? Is it like a cum uh, uh, catcher? You know, that's a... <laughs> Or is it just full of your disgusting jizz? I think it's like a tank. It's There's like got to be a tank in there. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking slurp it all down when it gets full. <laughs> oh, God. Where has this gone? But the bottom line is you could lay back and the machine goes up and down and does... The, so it's like a, it's a, it's yeah. a, a Imagine ring. Imagine that with like some virtual reality glasses. You never have to leave the house again. I don't think I would. <laughs> I don't think I would. It's several hundred dollars, but you know they're selling like hotcakes. Oh, of course. Because you got these real dolls, dude. These real sex dolls. Yeah, those are crazy that's i feel like that's more about having a uh, that's more about like a weird japanese businessman having a relationship <laughs> with a with a robot <laughs> yeah and uh but the bottom line is they got they got the ones that penetrate vibrate tickle you got you got you got something up your ass you got your penetrator you got your vibrator you got your tickler yeah they're all there's action One everywhere all shapes and sizes Every, oh my god all sh- that's the thing <laughs> they are some of them are giant some of them are absolutely massive yeah. but i will say take the biggest most powerful Powerful bestest dildo a girl still would take a four inch cock any day. Out of there. <laughs> you think so? I do think so. Now that might just be my fucking bro brain. Oh, so this is looping back around, but that's all. I think lesbians would be insulted by that line of thinking. You know, well, dude, I said like, straight girls. I okay. said straight girls. I was very clear. About right. That. So straight girls over a dildo want a dick. You're saying? I think so. I think so. Friend, yeah, right. That's part of it, but still, there's still the passion in her eyes that she's receiving from somebody else. That's what's going to be bothering you. Okay, so you're saying it has no idea. It, it doesn't matter who's doing it. It's the passion in her eyes. Right. Like I think it's worse if it's a dude for you. See. But it's still bad. I thought about that, but I'm going to challenge you and say that I'm going to look, look her in the eyes the whole time. That passion is going to be coming from me. And uh, if and, uh, and listen, listen to me, because this is how my sick brain works. What if there's just going to be one thing, a look she gives the girl or a twist she does or something <laughs> that you're just going to be like, oh, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> no, no. Don't freak out and fucking. <laughs> here, here, here's, how my, here's how my sick brain works, though. I went as far as to think that if I do see that face, if I do get that reaction at some point, mm-hmm. 
that I'm gonna overcome it by just fucking the shit out of this other girl. <laughs> That's a good way to okay. approach it. I will bend that other girl over and fuck her from behind while like just making like definitely a good chasing. way to approach it in the moment. Yeah, I think ultimately though. Yeah, and I'll uh, yeah, and I'll make like fucking Pat was it Pat Bateman from American Psycho faces <laughs> at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, just be like flexing, flexing looking at it like yeah, bitch, yeah. You like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Get it? Hugh Get Lou it? was in the news. <laughs> <laughs> I can skip that chapter. Yeah. So that's kind of how I how I've justified that that situation in my head. Okay. Okay. Um, but I, I I a lot of people have said you do it relationship. I give it at most at most nine months after that before it all just goes to shit. Yeah. I mean that might happen anyway though. You know how long have you been dating? Two months. A lot okay. has happened in those two months though. We yeah. have a great. Yeah. It's a good connection. Sure. Yeah, you never know. We're going to get her on. We're going to talk dating apps on one of these episodes because, you know, we met on the hinge. Okay. The hinge. There's so many now, dude. Yeah, dating apps are uh, fucking annoying. There's three million fucking dating apps now. Yeah, I give up on that bullshit. I mean, I still use them sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I gave up on that bullshit. I mean, I totally use them all the time, but. I mean, uh, I'm not never swiping. You're not, for the most part, it's just fucking boring. Yeah, I found the more swiping I did, uh, the more masturbating I also did. <laughs> it kind of went hand in hand. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. By the way, we don't have any sponsors on Bunker Fly, but we'd love a lotion or a lubricant sponsor at yeah, some point. Yeah, like, like a transmission lubricant or um, oh, anal lubricant? Um, any lube. No, 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 no. Like a fucking sex lube or, a okay. lo- or even any lotion product. Because I'll review them. I'll jerk off with them. I'll give you a full, I'll give a bro review. Right, any listeners out there have... Have a uh, jack off lotion company send us in. You know, it, it doesn't hit even us up. Yeah, send Nick your jack off lotion <laughs> and uh, he'll jack off with it and it, let you know what it, he thinks. It doesn't even have to be jack off lotion. Any lotion, really. Well, do they make jack off lotion in particular? Probably. Oh, I'll, I'll sure bet. Yeah, do. I'll bet it totally exists. There was a sex store that. Well, there's a sex store across the street that's been there forever, but there was one that opened up down the street, and uh, it was open for like two months. And what it, it was a gay sex store and it was all like um, uh, wrestling singlets and like dildos and lube and shit like that. And it's just like there's not this isn't the right spot to have that kind of store. You know, like there's not a million gay guys walking out in the street. Well, you think like, oh, I need a fucking wrestling singlet. <laughs> 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 OK, well, I'll tell you what. Is, is it uh, is it the location, you think, or the fact that like not enough people knew about it? Because they'll come they'll come a distance to they to, had like hey. events with porn stars and shit like that. OK, and, like, nobody gave a shit. No one gave a yeah. shit. All right. Well, that's a shame. That's a shame. And it happened to be what? Across the street from you, you said? Down the street. And I think okay. I tried getting some kind of lube there and they didn't even have it. No? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. If if if, if a bunch of gay dudes aren't selling the right lubes, we got a serious problem. I think problem. I was trying to get massage oil. They didn't have massage oil. Oh, that's like, a shame. You don't even have the massage oil that's also lube. Like, Is that why you went there? Strictly lube. You went there just for the, the lube and massage oil? Yeah. Why am I so anti-lube, bro? I'm an anti-lube. Well, it was going to be for like an anal thing, I think. Okay, so you went there for some anal lube. I'll tell you what. No, it was for massage oil. They didn't have massage oil. I'm getting so confused by what your intentions were for going <laughs> I was there. trying to get some fucking massage oil. Okay. They didn't have it. All right. They only had lube. I'll be honest. That's... <laughs> For a bro, that's about the weirdest thing you can go out for. I'm like, I'm gonna, I gotta go out and get some massage oil. Well, not a bro. You're right. I, I fucking massage my lady and then parlay <laughs> that into fucking her. <laughs> I love the honesty. That's why we do it, 
ladies. The massage, if the massage is the most classic, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, like, I mean, exactly. Anyone, anyone who's like, oh, that's, that's what you wanted to do the whole time. <laughs> I was just shoving my ass into your face the whole time. <laughs> Why'd you spend so much time on my butt? <laughs> <laughs> and we're such douchebags. We'll say things like, I give the best butt massages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my butt massage is the best. Oh, I've been told the best in the world. <laughs> then I'll give you the cack. What? Nothing. <laughs> Then you get the cack. <laughs> huh? Nothing, nothing. Relax, enjoy this butt massage. <laughs> Just shut your mouth and listen and feel this massage oil. I spent 40 bucks on this today. <laughs> From the weird gay sex store that was only open for two months. <laughs> it's been collecting dust. I've been dying to use it. <laughs> the, um, speaking of getting fucked deep, deep in the ass. <laughs> this uh, We don't do news stories much on Bunkerfly. In fact, we've never done one, but this this has to be shared. And it's not even really news, is it? Well, this actually was in the news today. Okay. I wrote this down because it fucking, it really threw me. Actually, my buddy Jake told me about this, but I, I looked it up afterwards. Okay. So Trump had a meeting, our buddy Trump, uh, good old Donnie, good old Donnie T, <laughs> uh, went to high school, Continue. went to high school with him. He, um, he had met with Kim Jong-un. Again. Yeah. In North Korea this time. Good for him. In North Korea. They put on the was whole. Dennis Rodman there? No, they put on a whole fucking show. Of course, right? They actually have food in the supermarkets and <laughs> cardboard cutouts. Dance and food. It's like, are there normally dancers and parades on every yeah, corner? Like kids that dance and shit. And this is our internet room with computer that has internet. <laughs> we have computer with seventeen-inch monitor. <laughs> Shouldn't do accents. No, right? you're not allowed to do accents. Anymore. Yeah, that's so politically incorrect. <laughs> oh man. Speaking that, of, I'll tell you right now, that joke is going to get us in so much hot water, David. Just I'm sorry. It's just an accent, all right? So much hot water, <laughs> I say. Nah. So uh, Trump's there. Now, it just so happens that this trip was booked on the exact same fucking weekend as G20, one of the biggest leadership. Wait, so he didn't go to G20 to go to a meeting with North Korea? Yes. Oh but here's... What, okay, so you haven't heard this story. No. Okay, strap in. I try to avoid this bullshit. Uh, Dave, I'm going to need you to sit upright and really strap in for this one, big boy. Okay. Because this is a, this, when I heard this today, like I got weak in the knees, dude. I got, um, I actually, I showed Jake. I was like, dude, look at my arms. I got the chills. Fuck this. Okay. I showed Jake my arm and I actually had the chills. So guess who uh, represented our country? We sent only our best and most trusted diplomat. Guess who represented our country at the biggest leadership summit in the world? Jared Kushner. Oh, it's worse. Ivanka. Ivanka. That's right. I saw the memes. I saw the yeah. memes. Okay. Ivanka fucking oh my Trump, God. dude. I mean, she is the first lady, but she's not no. interested in being the first lady or doing no, anything. No, you're thinking. No, you're thinking. Oh, thi- no. Her, it's his daughter. It's his daughter. It's, uh, the, it's the girl he wants to fuck. Uh, it's yeah. even worse. Yeah, he doesn't want to fuck Melania. It's his fucking business partner. <laughs> it's his partner. He wants to fuck. That's also yeah. his daughter. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't give it to Melania. Yeah, I fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think when he's fucking Melania, he's thinking about his daughter? Uh, probably. I he probably so. has. Yeah, I'm thinking for sure on that one, without question. So he's in. Uh, he's with Kim Jong Un, talking about who knows fucking what. Yeah. And his daughter, 
is just trying to weasel like like the kid at a party who keeps you know, no one wants around but he keeps butting into your stories everywhere right he, you should dude there's video of her on the internet just popping her fucking big head <laughs> I was wondering where that unwanted Milan, uh, whatever Ivanka shit came from yeah it, exactly it was like unwanted Melania or something like that and you see her she's standing like a foot and a half outside the circles <laughs> like she's trying to get in on the conversation yeah you got all these leaders talking in these huddles and she's like yeah. a foot and a half away and there are visual there are actual clips of her like butting in with like what I could only imagine was just uh, like dribbling bullshit. Yeah, horse what could crap. she have had to say? Not a goddamn fucking thing. So she starts droning on, however she does it, and uh, you see people around her just roll their eyes and look at her, <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot, and just look down with this look of disgust and go back to the conversation. And she's just standing there, hands awkwardly, like she's fidgeting her hands, kind of just nervous smile on her face. Yeah. Knows she doesn't belong there at all. Oh, she. These yeah. are world leaders, and I'm fucking Donald Trump's daughter. Donald Trump's daughter. My daddy was uh, owns some buildings and <laughs> was on a show. <laughs> he had a TV show. He and ran for president to help the ratings of his TV show, and then it fucking backfired, and he became president. But uh, actually, we both uh, we voted for Trump, though. We both voted for Trump in the election. We're uh, hard. We're hard. What, what do you mean we both? Are you uh, speaking for me? Well, we're. I'm letting our audience know that we're both two very re- conservative Republicans. <laughs> Are you trolling our audience? I'm, right t- now, I'm trolling, motherfucker. Trolling? I'm bullying these cunts. Fucking cucks. <laughs> you a bunch of cucks. No. So, oh, snowflake. Were you were you a were you a uh, were you a bully in high school, Dave? You look like you could have been on the fence, maybe a bully, maybe or, or someone that was bullied immensely. Uh, I was bullied when I was younger, and then you know you just have to beat up the bully and they leave you alone. No, so. I never was so fortunate to beat up any of my bullies. Well, there was really one kid that was my main bully. He bullied me and my sister, and one time he came over in the blizzard of '96 to fucking throw snowballs at us when we were like playing in our yard. That little piece of shit. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. What a little and, piece uh, of shit. He's still a piece of shit, actually. I mean, I haven't talked to him in a couple of years. Once a bully, always a bully. Did he, yeah. become, did he become a cop? His brother became a cop, of but they course. were both in the military. Of Oh, God. Um, Jesus. Here we go. Yeah, so anyway, he came, he came over to throw snowballs at us, and he had a uh, boogie board, I guess, he was sledding with. Did he genuinely not like you? I guess so, but he was just a dickhead. Okay. But probably. Yeah. I was always the smart kid in school, but also like kind of a class clown. So like when there was like a new kid or like a dumb kid or something, I'd always have to help them. Yeah. You were like me. You were good with your mouth and you were a nice guy. Yeah. Overall, deep down, nice guy. Yeah. All right. And uh, fucking. So he had this boogie board. So I hit I grabbed the boogie board and I hit him in the head with it and threw it across the street. And that was the last he ever bullied us. You cracked him in the head with a boogie. Those are hard. It was like a skateboard. No, no, no. Those are like foam. Like foam. OK. Yeah. It, it didn't hurt. But I was just like, you know, just like, fuck you. I smacked him in the face with it and threw it. Right. Like I'll do this away. now with a foam boogie board yeah. but it, it'll Clearly, be clearly if yeah. i can grab this out of your hands and smack you in the face with that i can also punch you in the face right know? i will drive my fist through your little bully brain yeah absolutely i was uh, i wasn't bullied too much um i i did get suspended and uh, for 10 days once <laughs> and the fucking report the suspension report said for bullying it wasn't really bullying, though. I uh, it, The bell rang at the end of homeroom, and I walk out the door, and there's this kid, this kid that I knew, this boy, was friends with my girlfriend. And he, they were tight. They were close. And I walk out, and I see them down at the locker, down the hall, and he's, gr- like, smacking her and grabbing her ass. 
and okay. looking right at me, dude. That's strange. Now I see red. I snap like fucking Bruce Banner, and yeah. I book it down the hallway at 150 fucking miles an hour. Okay. At this point, I'm I'm, I'm looking to anyone watching like a full blown psychopath. Yeah. Okay. I run towards the kid. I grab him by the throat and I throw him down the fucking <laughs> stairs. Wow. I threw him down a flight of stairs. Now this was not the appropriate reaction, but I was I used to be a jealous motherfucker. Same right. girl I saw once. She she told me once I'm home asleep, babe. I was like, all right, good night. I was leaving the movie theater with some friends. I'm walking yeah. with my bros right okay walking home with my bro pack we just saw a movie at the cinema and we're walking down the street and uh she tells me she's going to sleep not three minutes later a car drives by and she's in the fucking passenger seat (laughs) and some scumbag bro is driving the fucking car wow now when i saw this i was young i was like 17 18 i was super fucking jealous yeah oh i was a jealous motherfucker and um I actually, my reaction, and you could ask any of my friends that are with me, my reaction was to instantly fall to my knees and go to the ground. <laughs> and I fell to the ground. And I'm. Yeah. <laughs> Mendoza. No, dude, you're laughing, but I swear <laughs> to God, that's what I did. I was just on the ground, like, what the fuck? Come on. Oh, come on. What? No. No. Dude, what do I do? What do I do? So, what did you do? We, uh, I brought it up. She talked her way out of it. We kept okay. fucking, we kept fucking <laughs> right. for a little while. Yeah, I got over it. She got away with it. She got away with it. She claims, you know, she wasn't doing anything. To this day, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't know. Of course, it's bullshit. We're actually good friends still. I fucking love this girl. She's oh. fantastic. Despite yeah. her being full of shit. Well, much like the threesome story where I say I'd get even by fucking the girl, you know, right. next to her, I fucked a lot of other girls. And I'm, I'm not okay. proud. I'm not proud of it. But, we, uh, you know. You youthful indiscretions. Yeah, you. That's what we'll keep chalking it up to. That <laughs> that, that works for me. What everyone knows everything when they're fucking seventeen. Exactly. People, come on, come on. That's how you learn. We're a bunch of trolls. We're a bunch of trolls. This week also was a big deal for me because I got trolled by my first uh, in, like dude yeah, on Instagram. So you were talking about a bunker flying. Some guy said he was going to come kill you or something. Sure. Yeah, right. I went on Instagram live. <laughs> I'm talking about the podcast and topics we're going to cover, and some guy starts immediately trolling me. Internet trolls are are so stupid. It's just like. Their whole thing is getting a reaction. Like, I'm just thinking getting a reaction out of people. Like, I'm not taking, they, they never want to take a stance, but their stance is always, they're always taking a fucking shitty stance, you know? They, yeah, they, they, a lot of time, well, the troll used to be funny. There was a time where the troll was kind of funny. There was the option that it could be funny. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's where a lot of, there are so many trolls, trolls, being a troll has become a trend. Right. And because it's become a trend, there's a lot of unfunny trolls now. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than an unfunny troll because they try so fucking yeah. hard. And all you got to do is just tear them apart with your intelligence. Yeah. Just break a troll's asshole wide open. Or just, I, th- I find it helpful to just say, just uh, say, just because they're just looking for a reaction or whatever. They'll say something racist or some shit. If you just insult them real quick and then ignore them, that seems to work. Yeah. Anyway. Now, I, of course. Insult their appearance or something unrelated, you know. Yeah. Don't take the bait because they're always giving bait. They're always trying to bait you into uh, some uh, kind that's of fucking right. argument. That's what they want you to do. Right. And now the right thing to do is to ignore them. I yeah. tell people that all the time. That's what you do. And, I like uh, to make fun of their appearance somehow. You like to go right to the right to where it's they're vulnerable, just like go the right sensitive. to it, yeah, and, and leave. You know, yeah, yeah. You ever give a give a bully or a troll a good uh, you know burn on their appearance? Like you got a good story there? Or um, recently, ever- there was a guy saying some. There's this article about a bar that like. Recently, its patronage changed from white to black, and like all the neighbors are complaining. And of course, it's clearly bullshit. Like, like a I, bougie town. Yeah, I actually pass it on my way home from work, like every night, and nothing. You know, it's nothing has changed except the people that go there now are black instead of white. It's like the same shit. It's same like vibe. Fucking bar. Doesn't yeah, matter. Exactly. 
And it's just bullshit. So uh, I, I said that, like I commented that on the article, you know, like, you know, sometimes you go down a rabbit hole of <laughs> commenting on yep. bullshit. Yeah. So yeah. I commented that. So you're a comment. Uh, you're an article commenter. Eh, every once in a while. Oh, not I, very often. I never do it. But not you, okay. Often. You got to get it, get it out. bored and I just fucking, yeah. yeah, fucking put this out there. You love putting your two cents out there, Every Mom once Buck. in a while. Yeah. Every once in a while. So what'd you say? I try not to get too involved though, you know? Yeah. Like it's that. tough. It's tough not to engage. Um, so I just mentioned how like, no, it's, I pass that place every night. It's fine. This is bullshit. And some guy was like, uh, oh, I said the only thing that changed was the racial makeup of the clientele or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like, uh, you know, that means fucking crime and loud, loud partying or whatever. And he was obviously just trying. And I went I looked at his page and it was like clearly like just like some racist troll shit. OK, but this was coming probably from a genuine place. He was a bigoted oh, yeah, of piece course. of shit. Like, you don't pretend to be a racist. Bigot right. Right. Just to get a reaction. Well, like, it could be a really unfunny troll or a sincere, but even, sincere person. Even if you're an unfunny troll, like you don't take that stance unless you in some way mean it. Right. You know, if you're not a racist, you don't pretend to be a racist. It's you not know like, I mean? yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. All right. I suppose. Definitely. I don't know, know, man. I think some (laughs) trolls do that shit. Like, that's how they try. They say a lot of crazy shit. Maybe. But I think people those that's what I'm saying about those trolls is they're generally shitty people. You know, people don't take those stances. Okay, I see what you're saying. But yeah, but racism might not be one of their characteristics. That could be part of the troll character. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. You think if you're that big a piece of shit to be that kind of troll, you're if definitely... If you're a good person and a progressive person and not a racist and shit like that, you don't go on the internet Touché. pretending to be a racist to get a reaction out of people. Touche. So All right. Touche. These right. people are obviously pieces of shit. So he just looked like a pile of shit. He was like this big fat blob. So I just commented, LOL, you look like a bowl of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. That, that, okay, so that you... Was it. Shut you, it down. So that was your boogie board to the face. Boogie board to the face. You gave Just him shut a it fucking down. boogie board right yep. to the face. You Gotta look like a bowl of fucking potatoes. Like a bowl of fucking mashed you potatoes. You starchy, blobby motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> you potato all gratin. <laughs> you motherfucker. So the... um. I haven't. The troll that was in my Instagram live went right with like, dude. The guy would did not hesitate to go to like death threats, right? Right. And I'm not gonna just lie. Some angry guy had a bad day. Just gonna go threaten some random person on the internet with death. Yeah, sleep with one eye psycho. open. Yeah, total psycho. Yeah. Um. And I figured, you know what? I didn't have much to say on Instagram live that night, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just berate this guy for the <laughs> next 45 minutes. Yeah. So that's what exactly what I did. I I berated him. I tore apart everything he said analytically and outsmarted him. And uh, it was great. Everyone in the room was on my side. We were all. Good. He started messaging other people in the room and harassing them. And like okay. this guy was a classic troll. Everyone hated him because he sucked. Yeah, he was just the worst man. Super unfunny. Uh, but of course he did. Like he then he brought my family into it. He brought my brother specifically into it. And that okay. just kind of set me off. And then I um I won't lie. I took out my handgun and like showed it on camera and said, <laughs> "Now listen," because he told me to sleep with Wait, one. You have a hand gun yeah i'm a gun owner okay i'm a gun owner um so he says to me um is this just in case he's listening or do you actually own a handgun no i actually have a handgun a, a functioning handgun yeah i think it still fires i've, got, I've had it for many it's years it's not a prop it's not a prop the pin isn't filed down the pin is not filed it's down. A properly maintained and oiled hand it is not properly maintained and or oiled i if i if i took it shooting tomorrow i'd probably have to have someone look it over but you're a permit holder yes you own a gun yes okay. and have been for almost right. 10 years okay almost 10 years bro. Right. okay um so i i took it out and i flexed it on camera right and i because he told stupid. me he told me to sleep with one eye open now i didn't threaten him you yeah. be clear he told me to sleep with one eye open, and uh, I said... You fucking flexed your piece. I, I flexed my piece. said, brah, listen, brah, 
you uh it's humanly impossible i can't do it i can't <laughs> sleep with one eye open but i'll tell you what i'll sleep with both i'll, I'll try but I'll, i'm going to be most likely both eyes you know closed yeah but that gives you the advantage right right bitch you could come in my <laughs> you could come in my house in the middle of the night with me close with both my eyes closed that gives you the advantage right. so so when i blow hypothetically when I blew both your kneecaps out <laughs> and then consumed your vital organs live on Instagram, yeah, that makes you look a lot worse because I had both my eyes fucking closed. That might make you look worse if you murder someone and eat their entrails on Instagram live. Um, I think that's going to make you look worse. Let me be clear. <laughs> your Honor, he came in my house first, okay? I was defending my family. I was defending my family. <laughs> I've got dogs. I've got cats. I was defending my family. If I didn't eat his heart, if I didn't eat his heart. I needed to gate his heart to gain his power. <laughs> <laughs> I know I put the others in the fridge for later consumption, but I swear <laughs> to God, it was home defense. <laughs> it was home defense. You took the time to make sauce. You made a ma- you made a marinade for his you kidneys. You put him in a slow cooker. You literally <laughs> slow cook his liver. How else would I consume his aura? I mean, <laughs> need to get that spice and that flavor out. Like that crazy African guy, General Butt Naked or whatever. General Butt Naked. Yeah, during like some crazy, you know, there's these crazy wars in Africa with like children soldiers and shit. He would get naked, and as part of his ritual, he thought if he was naked, he uh, he couldn't be killed. But part of his ritual was like eating a child before he went to battle. Okay, is this true? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's end on that. Ladies, yeah, we have to end on general. So, butt naked. L- ladies and gentlemen, take a take a second in closing here to Google general butt naked because you bet your ass when if this you sh- dare. Yeah, listen, we try to have every show maybe have some kind of message or takeaway, and today's <laughs> is going to be Google general. Butt oh, naked. and fuck Dole. We can't forget to oh, mention that. Oh, right. We got a couple. Fuck yeah, Dole. Yeah, we got a couple last minute Take things. Take pictures, tag us, hashtag fuck Dole, because fuck Dole. Give some context <laughs> in case they didn't listen to last week's episode, uh, Dave. Uh, well, they're an evil corporation, and we just decided that they should be uh, the target of our ridicule. Right. So when we decide we want to fuck corporate and stick it to the man, we're, we're going to- Dole we're, specifically. Dole. Fuck them. We're starting with Dole. All right. So check out the Dole Corporation, folks. Read their, uh, read their Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia pages, see why they suck, and hashtag fuck Dole. Fuck them. And uh, Bunker Fly, let us know about it. We'll talk about it on the show. Um, and we also want to end on uh, General Butt Naked. Let's not forget. <laughs> <laughs> look, Don't forget to look up General look Butt Naked. Look him up, because you bet your ass I'm doing it as soon as the show's yeah. over. <laughs> I can't wait. And we'll see what this guy's deal is, and we'll talk about it. And uh, also another new thing that we're going to debut with uh, in just a moment with on the show. It's a brand new fucking feature. Brand new thing, Dave. Okay, I'm excited. So you have a uh, a, 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 ver- a very large back catalog of original music. I do. Now, not not a lot of podcasts have access to a ton of original music. That's true. And uh, you've been in like what? I think you're at like 45 bands. A couple. I've been in a couple. You've been over in a the years. Couple bands. Yeah. And uh, you know, I have access to some of these records, and I'm, I I do enjoy quite a bit of it. And okay. I thought, you know, let's how cool would it be? We talked about this to put some original music at the end of every episode. You want to do that? 
on this episode. I think we should start right now. Okay. I think we should start right now. Yeah. I'm uh, down. I thought we were going to do it one of the one a month thing, but I'm down to do it every time. I think why the fuck not? If there, if you've listened to this point, first of we'll all, do it for as long as we feel like it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I do want to say thank you to our, we're, we're, this is episode six. And uh, if you've listened to every episode, if you've been following the show, if you're at this point in the fucking podcast and you're in the last couple minutes and listen to every minute, seriously, thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is a yes. really fucking uh, fun thing for Dave and I. We put a lot of time and passion into it and if you're listening we we, we appreciate you thanks let's not hear your whole uh potties uh acceptance speech yeah is there a potty or a podcast is that a thing <laughs> probably not oh i thought <laughs> that'd be cool there's a podcasters award i'd fucking want it dude i'd want it so hard yeah oh yeah uh if anyone out there is on the panel the judge panel for the potties yeah how do we uh, buy podcast you podcast award how do we uh, jam you up nominate us for yeah. a podcast how do we jam you no, up? we don't want to jam them up no we want to we, buy ourselves in we'll do whatever we can to keep people from jamming you up okay that's what we got to do right. stop people from jamming you up yeah we'll get the dogs all <laughs> hypothetically threaten to eat them hypothetically I don't have like a cannibal fetish. It has, doesn't go that uh, far just yet. I mean, we could always get into that again. I think that warrants further ex- exploration. Yeah, I think it does too. A Throw little, that up on the old board. A little tease for for a future episode, guys. I would in fact taste human flesh just to taste it. If it was like in like a legal way, yeah. I would taste. And it. I think that's related to your uh, corpse fucking thing. All right, what is this on. therapy? <laughs> I'll be honest. Sometimes this show does feel like therapy. But dude, all right. So you uh, you gave me one of your records recently, and I fell in love with this one tune. It's called Steady Pulse. What's the deal? You want to play that one? I would love okay. to play that. Uh, tell us a little bit about it, real quick. It's what the a fuck band is Steady called Pulse? Anxiety High. Anxiety High. Very talented fella named Maddie on the drums. Nice. Cool chick uh, named Kate singing. This isn't the same. Old you Dave cha- slangs the guitar. This the isn't bass. the same Kate uh, as the story from before, right? No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. This right. girl's name is actually Kate. Okay, you did change. You did change the name. <laughs> yeah, All right, cool. those were made up names. So you got Kate on. She's the vocalist, and you're singing like co- you're doing like vocals with her. Background vocals. Background vocals. Yeah. yeah, dude, I fucking love this song. I think our listeners are gonna like it too. Enjoy it. I hope so. Yeah, guys, Steady thanks pulse. for uh, thanks for tuning in. Pete. Mm-hmm. 